Welcome back to another episode of Pro Try News. This is not your typical podcast. Usually we talk about uh, the inner workings of the professional triathlon racing field, um, talk about races in general and results and things like that, and give kind of our take on uh, professional racing. So today we have uh, Boulder native uh, now, since you've been there for a while, Pat Lemieux. Hey, hey. We still have a European racing expert, Mark Matthews, joining us from uh, England always quite generous that expert word but yeah cheers carl thank you uh also chelsea coach of the best college triathlete of 2021 chelsea burns not bad thanks. chelsea thanks kyle it's nice to see you back kyle kyle chelsea it's nice to see you back we need it's you to keep us while. out of trouble yeah i haven't been on for like a month yeah and we're joined by special guests today, uh, two-time WTS world champion in 2019-2020 and Olympic bronze medalist Vincent Louis. Hi, good evening, guys. Thanks for joining us today, Vince. Yeah, and uh, to those that didn't listen last week, if you did listen, you'll be surprised to hear Vince is joining us today. Uh, we, we thought we'd be blocked forever when I listened to that podcast back. But um, Vince has come on to uh, tell his side because if you didn't listen... Um, we were quite critical of uh, the outcome of India Wells, and we did so without hearing both sides of the story, which is quite poor form. And uh, Vince has kindly volunteered to come on and give his side of the story, which, in hindsight, you, you, know, you probably need before you make any criticism. So thanks for volunteering to come on, Vince. Really appreciate you being here. It's, it's nice for you to do so. No, I think uh, I think it's... Uh... It's, it's, it's good to have podcasts about Triton. I'm really glad, and, and you guys are really... I think I'm really good at what you're doing. So I'm enjoying listening to podcast. And uh, yeah, if I can just like go through the story one time for, for everyone to hear it and making sure everyone have like the full info and, and everything. And uh, and just just the way I uh, I went through it. And, and I think it's important. And also maybe make sure people are not like throwing stones everywhere. And uh, and I think it's, uh, yeah, just important to have a, to have the true story. And, uh, and also I got a lot of, messages to ask how i'm doing and i think it's also good to to just tell people i'm fine and i and i had great holidays that i enjoyed yeah it's nice to hear you're doing well as well obviously you had a real instant at the end of the bike but before that you were having an incredible race your swim was amazing as we expected and i think your bike was probably better than most people expected mm -hmm. you know you were holding the lights of line off the pace you, you must have been really happy with it up until that point uh yeah i mean i I have to say I was really disappointed with my performance in Daytona last year. Uh, or like other than the that the penalty I got, which I I have never complained or or, um, or blamed anyone. I think I was playing with the rules and 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 I got sanctioned for that and I accept that. And uh, I think overall, even without the penalty, that was not really a good performance. I, I average really average watts and I wasn't comfortable on my bike and you know I just went underprepared. Uh, yeah. And I did not want it to happen again, uh, leading to Daytona. So um, after, as soon as Superlink ends at the end of uh, ended at the end of September, I just jumped on my TT bike and made sure I prepared the race and making sure I was like ready to race, ready to to ride 90k's on my own and and average better watts, having a better position. So I went into the wind tunnel. I mean, I really wanted to. To dial in to make sure I performed at this exact race, um, and then I learned that uh, the race 
uh, was going to be more excited with Lionel Racing, with uh, Yele Racing and all the other people, Mickey Taggart and everyone. So, yeah, I really wanted to uh, to make omen of, of uh, Daytona from last year and making sure I perform well. And uh, so, yeah, I, I went to Boulder, trained there for two months. I have to do a quick out and back to Abu Dhabi, but that was really... I was almost like disappointed that I had to leave the TT bike and go race Abu Dhabi. But um, yeah, I, I was honestly really like focused on this race, to be honest. So after the swim, I was really pleased. I swam well. Um, what should swim, but that, that's not like what you want when you're really a swimmer. You, you rather have like a, a speed of swim, speed of swim to make sure that you, you, you make more gap. But then, uh, yeah, I jumped on the bike, the legs like were, were really good. And I, I saw that I was putting time on the group behind me with Andy Potts and, and Yale Gins. And I, and I could take a few splits and I saw that Lionel was catching, but not much, not as, as I was expecting. So yeah, that was all, all going great so far. And I would can, then, can I, yeah, go on. Can I jump in? I Vince wouldn't know, but I saw you doing, I would say at least three different workouts on, on the gravel roads here in Boulder. Um, and I told the group maybe two or three weeks before the race, I said, guys, Vince looks fantastic and focused and like very, very uh, good for this race. So you, I mean, given the account of what happened on the, I mean, across all three, I mean, you were, it seemed like you were in fantastic form for the race. Yeah, you, I mean, I was, from from my injury in, in May, I really struggled to get back in shape. I mean, I put I put a lot of weight on and I was struggling to lost it. And then, uh, you know, I did not really have like a good training block. So I, I was really looking forward for the season to end and really like going up to Boulder altitude and focus on training. I did, I did big blocks. Like, I mean, I went up to 35Ks of running uh I, I did like big big training so i was i was really looking forward to to put everything on the line and, and make sure i can race the best and yeah i was excited i was really excited to to race actually yeah clearly yeah sorry so i can't believe pat's just said that because he predicted liner would win i was the only person <laughs> oh, that predicted is. you would win so you know I'm, i want the credit for that not you pat. <laughs> that's Come fine on. that i mean look i didn't say he was i said he looked great i didn't say he was gonna win it's <laughs> like i gotta say every time i saw him you know, he looked, he looked absolutely fantastic out on the road. So it's just fun to see you in town. So then Vince, what happened, mate? What, what went wrong? Cause we know you had a crash. We know it involved a car and that's about all we really know. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was riding good, holding my watts. Um, and, uh, so we were about like maybe 80 Ks something. I don't know what, what's it, what it is in miles, but basically we had 20 minutes to go. And we arrived at this. I, I, I also want to say that I, I knew the course. I rode out of the course and I drove the other half. I mean, I rode the technical part, which is like the first half of the course when you go from T1 to like the two out, the two out and backs. And then you go to the racetrack that we couldn't access. And then from that, I drove the course because it was basically from my accommodation to the transition two. So I knew where we were going. And so after 80K ish, you arrive at this section when you have to go from one side of the road to the other side of the road. So you go from like the way that the cars are going to the opposite way. So you basically go from right to left of the road. And so when I arrived at this section, I knew exactly what we had to do. And also two Ks later, you take a left turn on the same road. So I knew where we were. I knew that I had to change side of the road. And I saw arrows pointing left. 
So I knew I just had to go on the left side of the road. But when I arrived there, a policeman was in front of me, a cop was in front with two cones on each side of him, waving to me to turn left. And so I turned left, entered the neighborhood, but I did not go in like through any cones or nothing. That was like open roads in front of me, went into the neighborhood. And as soon as I entered the neighborhood, I knew something was wrong. And I was like, you know, I like, yeah, maybe I missed the part when you have to change side and it's now the left turn that was supposed to be two k's later. Or maybe there is an accident on the road. They make us turning left here and we turn right later to join the course. Like, I'm like, anyway, there was a cop in front of me. I'm not going to crash into the cop. So I just turned. And then as soon as I turned, I could see the lead car really slowing down, like driving 10 k's an hour. And I was like, oh, something's wrong here. So I took the, I made the decision to make a U-turn. So I U-turned, the lead car passed me. And then on the side of the road at this point, there was like a Tesla riding really, really slow. And so as the exact moment when I passed this car, she made a turn, like the car made a turn. And that's when I hit the car. So I was like, kind of like, not sprinting, but kind of going fast because I wanted to get as fast as possible back onto the, the road where I knew the course was. And as soon as I turned, I hit the car. So, well, I was really surprised. I went face first, face down. I actually have nothing on my powers. It's everything is on the top of my hands, the top of my arms and my two shoulders because I really went face down and like, just, I don't know. I just like get back up, grab my bike, grab my bike computer that was like, that was just went off my bike and, and I, and I start pedaling again. Um, my hydration system exploded with the impact. So I had no, no more water, but it was only 10 Ks left. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, I lost my nutrition that I wanted to use for the run, but I had spares in my T2 bag. Um, but yeah, I was just back on my bike and I was like, yeah, it's fine. I, I can just ride. I have nothing broken. And as soon as I joined the main road, I had like a quick glance on the right side of the road. And I saw that Lionel was coming. So I was like, ah, well, I basically lost between 90 seconds and two minutes. But I was still like, okay, it's fine. I feel good. I'm going to ride. I'm going to like hit T2 with Lionel and we see what, what's happening. And well, when I start riding, I could feel like I was okay, but in, in some pain. Um, like my arm parts were, were really like full of blood and everything. But yeah, well, I hit T2, Lionel was with me. We start running together and I actually felt good. I was like, yeah, well, it's, it's okay. I, I, feel, I feel okay. And we, we had a little like chit chat because he saw I was bloody. And also um, Taylor, my partner, was, she was in the side of the road and, and asking me how I was doing. And I said, I just got hit by a car. <laughs> I mean, and, um, and yeah, after seven, six or seven Ks on the run, maybe I started to, like really, you know, starting to feel painier, painier, like starting to think about it. And so I asked Taylor, I was like, how far are they behind? Because I, I'm, I'm not going to win this race. Lionel was running strong. I was start to, like, I start to struggle. I was like, let's just, let's just like finish the race, make sure I finish second. I got my slot and that was it. But I mean, I did not, uh, I did not like, I did not jog the run. I mean, you're not running 72 off the bike when you jog a run, but I, I could have run. I mean, I, I'm honestly say I could have run faster without being hit by a car. That's hundred percent secure. Yeah. How much faster? <laughs> I don't know, but not three minutes. That's hundred percent not three minutes faster. 
but I could have run faster for sure. And as I said, as soon as I crossed the line, I think Lionel was super strong and I, I think he would have run the race, but who knows? But um, I, I have to say, I mean, we never know. And I don't want to say I would have won, he would have won, who knows? I mean, I just hope that this doesn't happen again. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I just want to, you know, now I'm just excited to have another race. I just want to race again. Are you going to go to the 70.3 um, Oceanside and race with them again? Uh, yeah, I, I think I race uh, Clash Miami. Yeah. And Lion, and I think Lionel's racing too, but uh, I don't think Lionel will be the only one racing there. And um, yeah, I, I just want to race more 70.3. I think I'm planning to race like between three and five next year's. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just, just starting to get, you know, in the swing of things and, and just like learn and learn and learn. And, and yeah, I just, I think I made good progress. We lower my CDA a lot when I spent like the day in the wind tunnel and we worked on a lot of things, my nutrition, I, I worked a lot on it. And so, yeah, I, I think it's just a learning curve and I, and I'm just enjoying it. Like I think, I mean, I've been racing ITU for 15 years, so I just want something new. Even if I'm still going to race ITU, I just want something new and, and, and actually, despite being hit by a car, I enjoyed the racing in Jan Wells. I really enjoyed it. Now, you know, Vince, I was thinking about you and your career, and I'm sure you would have started off like your career was founded on doing French Grand Prix. Um, and then now you coming up in 2024 with what will be a home Olympics for you, it has to be a pretty special opportunity. Uh, do you do you believe that doing the 70.3s or the, the, the 100K PTO races that are coming up, do you think that will help also make you a better Olympic distance draft legal athlete? Yeah, I, I think my weakness in draft legal, I always been the bike. I think that's, that's where I, I had my weakness. And uh, it's, it's, it's funny because I think last week I had a chat with, uh, with Jan Frode, you know, we actually neighbors here in Girona and I had a chat with him and I was like, mate, when I, when I jumped back on my road bike, I was so strong. Like I did hill reps, I was super strong. And he's like, yeah, when you go from TTing to like the road bike, you're super strong, and and I, I think it's just it's just good. It can it can be it can work together as long as you do not as you don't go to extreme and don't like. I mean, I'm not I'm not from nowhere. I'm not gonna race Ironman and, and Super League the in, in, with two weekends apart. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think long distance or middle distance is is doable. I think you, you can do both, um, and and I don't want to do like like long time was 70.3 i want to stick with like fast races that that stay under four hours i think it's a it's a good range of uh, of like race time for me and yeah my weakness is i can't sustain a, a long hard effort for more than 90 minutes you know 145 and i think training for 70.3 is really gonna help me improve in in this area and that's exactly what i want what i need and i'm enjoying it so it's all good now that I'm now that we're just on to it, the the PTO announcement that came out this week, are those races that you would look to qualify for? Do those do those seem exciting to you or where are those on your radar for next year? Yeah, no, of course. I mean, I, I, I knew I knew uh, I knew that these races were coming. And of course, I'm interested in uh, I, I the, the problem is I, I just love racing. I just I just like racing. I enjoy it. You know, Super League is really fun. I mean, it's something like it's just like uh, when I when I talk about Super League, for me, it's the same. If like a Formula One driver would go like 
doing go-kart with his friends. Like Super League is the same for me. It's just, yeah, we're going to have fun doing a creek on the parking lot. And that's that's just so much fun, you know? It and helps at the end that of the you... Day, it helps that you win nearly all of them as well. <laughs> that must be the best. Nice. Yeah. 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 That must make <laughs> but, it even more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's good paycheck for us. It's, it's, it's just, they take good care of us. They, they create a lot of content and, and everything. So that's, that's really good. And PTO is in the same, you know, in the same mood. That's, that's good stuff. And I, and I really enjoy it. And, you know, Daytona, I mean, last year, I, I also enjoyed the vibes. I just, I just like this long distance stuff. It's, it's just so much more relaxed. You're racing for yourself. You don't have like everyone from the federation on your back and all these restrictions with sponsors and stuff. You know, it's just it's just a different mindset. And uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna put more. I, I, I would say middle distance races in my in my calendar next year, and and all the PTO stuff are are gonna be part of it for sure. You, Vince, I want to go. I want to go back to the crash for one minute and just say, you know, how how sorry I am for the for the incident. Um, and we've spoken on this podcast before about safety concerns at, at Ironman races. Is, is that a concern for you moving forward? Are you, do you, do you think you'll maybe be like a little more cautious on the bike or the run with like the certain variables on the road, or is it, do you treat every race kind of the same? Uh, that's, that's a really good question. I mean, I was, you know, when I jumped back on the bike, I was like, ah, F this, I'm never going to race this long distance anymore, never going to race in the US anymore. And then, you know, you have, I mean, I had another like one and a half hour to think about it. And, yeah. um, and I crossed the line. I was like, you know, at the end of the day, it's nobody's fault because yeah. Iron Man, I mean, what, what they can do, they can say to the cops, okay, be more careful, but yeah. it's going to be another cop. And, and this cop was maybe on the road since 5 a.m. And yeah. maybe he knows nothing about triathlon. And then we show up like three hours later and he has to know that he has to change the course or whatever. At the end of the day, it's, I knew the course. He maybe should have been more informed or something else. But I mean, my goal in all these things is not to point the finger at someone because it's not going to change anything. It's just to like maybe go with something that I think could be helpful for them for it not to happen. But it's not by saying, uh, like, what you did was wrong. Because, you know, I'm not the guy that's going to say, oh, you're doing things wrong. I'm more like, maybe we should do that. You know, and what I think is, I think a lead car is useless. I mean, we, we, we don't need a lead car. The lead car was like four, 500 meters in front of me. I never took the lead car as a benchmark to know where I had to go. So, I, I mean, I, I've been thinking about it. I think a good option would be to have maybe two motorcycles with the leader. And every time they fly to the next intersection, the next crossing, they say they're coming in three minutes and they have to go this way. They wait for you to come and then the motorcycle that's with you fly to the next one. And every time they have, you know, leapfrog which is which yeah. is actually i don't know if you've done much road racing but it's amateur level road racing that's actually what they do with cycling racing i know pat will yeah. have experienced it in, in america that's what they do they do roll enclosure yeah but you know i raced uh, i raced uh, in los angeles uh maybe a month before racing in indian wells and that was really los angeles city center like the finish line was in front of the staples center <laughs> and that's exactly what they did like they locked the course olympic boulevard was completely closed and I had two motorbikes with me, motorcycles, and that's what they were doing, flying from one crossing to another crossing and blocking the road, making sure you can go through. And they had much, 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 much more work than in 
nobody's land Indian Wells. Like that was <laughs> that was really different. I mean, I was super unlucky because I could have just go come back. I haven't seen a car, but I mean that that was it. But as I say, I don't want to point the finger to anyone. It's just it's just everybody's fault, and and at the end we have to come with solution and making sure like it's not happening again because what happened to me happened. I'm not gonna change the end. Like I'm not gonna change what happened. People got scared, and I don't want it to happen again. That's just that's just the only because that could have been much much worse mm-hmm. for me. I mean I was lucky, and I'm kind of a strong guy, but I mean, you take like, I think if Yelegins could have hit this car, he would still be on the ground. Huh? Like he's 10 <laughs> kgs less than me. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I, I'm just feeling it's, lucky. It's I'm okay. Cause lucky. Andy Potts will have been right in front of Yelegins. So he will have seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then five meters later, he will have moved out of the way. It's fine. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't, I can't say anything. I think I can't talk about drafting anymore for the rest of my life. Uh-huh. Once you hang forever. So. Uh, <laughs> But yours yeah, was I, hard though. Yours was that uh, that because I was at the the race yeah, um, yeah. that you got the drafting penalty, and it's when they said they would put the cones out, and the cones would be the right gap apart, and they weren't at all, and it was yeah, very yeah. very hard that. But you know, it's um, it's I mean, I understand. you know, that's super funny because just before the race, we were waiting to be like lined up, and the only thing I told him, I said, I don't have much advice to give you, but the one thing I'm gonna tell you don't play with the draft tools because they're waiting for you to play and they're waiting to blame you. And then I finished the race. He's like, oh, I got a penalty. I'm like, I told you the only <laughs> thing not to do is to draft. And, and this you know, just, for, yeah. we're curious of the draft rules because we talk about this all the time. Do you think that there should be, you know, a system in place that's a little bit more, um, you, I always think of like, two yellow cards and then a red card or understanding the situation. Like I know Mark's Mark's wife got, you know, done really bad in uh, Oklahoma earlier in the year. And we would say that that it was through a, through a feed zone. And I think sometimes it's, it's understanding those. And, and I, I think I go back to Daytona, like if they would have given you a warning in the first, whatever, 15 K you would have said, okay, I'm not messing with this anymore. And you would have blown the draft zone way out. Um, do you yeah, think they should I, go I, to that sort of system? Yeah, because, I mean, the first thing I want to say is for us, I mean, when you race your first non-draft race and you and you just, I mean, in Daytona, I have raced like 47K an hour and to judge 20 meters from the bike in front of you at 45K an hour, I mean, it's, if you don't know, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, super yeah. hard. You, you, you can say, oh yeah, it's half of a 25 meter pool or it's this or it's that <laughs> or it's like, I, I love to joke to say, oh, it's like four washing machines or stuff like this. But at the end of the day, it's really hard to judge the distance when you're riding super fast and you may be on the red zone and everything. So I think having a one, I, you know, I remember when I was really young and started riding, 14, 15 years old, they used to give us like a stop and go. When you're in the limit, they say, oh, stop and go. They wait for you for like 10 seconds and you go again. And then after like one stop and go, the next one is a penalty, like penalty 10, a real one. And I think that could be good because if you start to give like stop and goes to people, it's going to A, split the group and B, they won't, they won't play and mess with it anymore. Yeah. The other way, if you're racing in America, Vince, the way not to get a drafting penalty is just to make sure you're American because American <laughs> referees, 
Do not give American <laughs> athletes drafting penalties. Yeah, oh, here, we, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I can, say, you know, I can I honestly like... say in all the years I've raced as an amateur athlete, I've never once gotten a drafting. <laughs> well, That's because you're dead last, mate, with everyone yeah. 45 minutes No, ahead. it's because I swim so slow, so I'm just blowing by people on the bike. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But, well, Vince. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, this race. I mean, the two races were really the – the opposite of the spectrum, like from Daytona to to Indian Wells. For me personally, when I trained for Daytona, I was really thinking, oh, I'm gonna go 300 watts, hold my watts, and and just do nothing. But after two laps, I already had to hit the brakes because there were so many people around us: lapped athletes, motorbikes, cameras, people in front, people behind you. Like that was really like for me, I was really surprised that the race actually happened like this. And as soon as I finished, like everyone was like. Yeah, well, it's never gonna be like this anymore. Like never again. And then I arrived in the, in Indian Wells, and I was by myself for ninety k's. So it's it's. I think Daytona is really specific. If you if you race this race, you have to surge a lot to pass people or to pass like lap athletes. So it's it's really different. But um, yeah, Indian Wells was fun. I was I was happy. I saw the groups behind me. Yeah, you know, same again. It's hard to judge if they're eight meters, ten meters, twelve meters. But um, yeah, I, I can tell you when you get one of these penalty, the two minutes or the five minutes, you you you're done playing. Yeah. 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 Hey, Vince, and Vince, I apologize. A couple of questions we always gotta ask. Uh are we gonna see it Kona one day? Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Done. Yeah, yeah. And then I think uh, you know then yeah, go ahead. I'll let you answer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's I mean. You know, I'm always joking and not, not joking, actually, that I say in triathlon, there is two races that really matter. It's the, uh, the Olympics and Kona. All the rest is only staying on bookshelves and nothing else. But uh, yeah, that's the two races I, I really want to I, I really succeed. And uh, there is only one guy on, on this planet that uh, won both. And uh, I think he's the best of all time. So um, we, we'll see. I mean, people win 70.3 worlds. People go 721 for... Uh, three quarter of Ironman, but I think, <laughs> I, think uh, I think, you know, winning these two races give you, give you everything you need. I think Jan tomorrow, he can sit on a chair, look at his nice view from the top of his hill and drink his coffee and be happy with what he's done. And that's, that's my goal. Uh, succeed as these two races. So you want to be the next Jan Perdino? No, I want to be Vincent Lewis, not the next Jan Perdino. You go. already live that's on good. the hill. I think it's I think yeah. it's very clear I think it's very clear that Vince has the same sense of humor that that we all do and and you'd be uh, you're welcome back anytime Vince. Yeah, thank you. I also want to say um, something that um, I mean, uh, Iron Man has been really nice with me. Uh, they they took uh, they like they on the next day they actually asked me how I was doing. Um, they they really I mean I haven't I've never been uh, bothered about like doing a report on what happened with the car and everything they took care of all of this they also um, they also made me a, a good proposition of of um, how can I say that like uh, for what could have happened if if this if this accident did not happen and and so I think I think it's fair enough I did not have to ask for everything they they did they did that first and so it compensated you been, yeah yeah, yeah. So I think it's, um, I think it's good. I mean, they have, I, I, I just wish now that we can, 
work together. And when I say we, I'm not, I'm not saying only me, but athletes can be more like, you know, like a proposition force about like saying what they think is better. And uh, we, we have this in IT. We have an athlete committee that propose things that, that, that they are present and, uh, and, and they're trying to involve all the athletes in the decisions. I know it's hard because Ironman's private and everything. And, and, and I understand that the money doesn't come from the pros and, and all of that. But um, yeah, if, I mean, this, what happened is, wasn't good for them, wasn't good advertisement. A lot of people got mad at them. And, um, and I think if they, wanna, if they wanna make sure this thing, this kind of things happen again, don't happen again, they, they really have to, uh, to listen to, um, to the people that are racing. And, uh, and, and I got a lot of, of texts and DMs from, from athletes that were racing Ironman before and won Ironman and everything. And they say, yeah, make that's, that's just typical Ironman. That's just what happened at Ironmans and stuff like this. And I'm like, yeah, well, but it's not by sending DMs like this that you're going to change anything. It's not by saying, oh, it happened already. It's more saying, yeah, well, can we put something together and, and tell them like, we, we, we should try this. We should do that. We should maybe change something. And, um, and that's really something that, that I want to push further with them. It's okay. You know, this happened, not your fault, not the cop fault, not my fault. We don't have to find someone guilty, but make sure it doesn't happen again. It's America. Someone's got to be guilty. There's got to be yeah, a lawsuit. Yeah, they're going to sue someone. Like, <laughs> someone, someone's going to be in trouble. But uh, you know, I don't, I don't have either the energy of the time for that. No. So um, I was, I was happy with uh, with what they, um, with what they told me. So that that was good. Sweet. Well, thanks, Vince, for coming on. Thanks for setting the record straight. Uh, we appreciate you have having you on, and uh, we look forward to seeing you racing again next year. Can't wait. Yes, thank you, and continue uh, continue to do this podcast. That's the only podcast that kind of say the truth with, without filter. So, uh, yeah, you uh, <laughs> you're more than welcome to 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 continue, and I'll and I'll be uh, and I'll be still a, a listener, uh, even if you want to. If you want to trash talk about me, it's not uh, it's fair enough. <laughs> That's our I new motto: we... truth without filter. Yeah, yeah, no hard, yeah. no hard feelings. Except we were wrong yeah. about the last one. Yeah, so yeah. Thank, you, we thank, were, you, we were, thank you, Vince. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Cheers, Vince. Thank you. Bye bye.